0: Good morning, everyone. Good to see you. My name is Uncle Milman Our website is eu church without walls international. And of course, EU stands for Europe and we are located in the Netherlands. So welcome. Good to see you again. Our website and uh, what we are doing is about house church, is about uh, a meeting in homes like they did in the book of Acts, like they did throughout the whole Bible. The, the, the Lord is there where three, uh, two or three are together in his name. And he's doing mighty things and today we see a lot of people getting out of the churches, of the buildings and just having church doing church being the church with uh, friends and family and so on go to our, our website if you want some more information about that but today those uh, videos are about different subjects. can be about house church can be about another subject. but today i was led to share something about that the lord seems to be in the interruptions of life and uh, I've noticed that we as a people, we do not like interruptions, right? We got our schedule, we got our plans, this is what we're going to do. And we do not like those interruptions. But oftentimes the Lord is in those interruptions and he wants to do something. Well, what's the definition of an interruption? Is something that causes someone or something to stop. Well, that, of course, is an interruption. Maybe you had interruptions in your life, and maybe you think, why does that happen to me? But we see interruptions throughout the whole Bible, and we see how the Lord is working. So let's go, and, f- and I checked out some of the scriptures. So take your Bible or write them down, and then we we'll go and see and find a lot of interruptions. There are many more when you do study yourself. For instance, Old Testament when you go to First Kings 17, there you will find a widow. It was a famine in the land. She didn't have much to eat. She was gathering sticks to prepare her last meal, a meal for her and her son. And then it says that Elijah was sent to her. And as she was going to uh, get the sticks, Elijah came and he called her and asked for some bread. That was an interruption of her plans, right? Because she was gathering sticks, but she had a plan. She said no, because she was going to prepare the meal, eat it for her and her son, and then she was going to die. That was the plan, that was how it was supposed to go. But then Elijah came and he interrupted her plans, but it was for good. Eventually she listened to Elijah, she did what he asked, and she had food for many days. Well when, then you, when you go to the New Testament, for instance, to Mary the Mother of Jesus, she was still a young girl, and then probably uh, and then I mean out of the blue i don 't know what she was doing. she was maybe 13, 14, fifteen years old. What does a young teenager do? Maybe cleaning the home, helping her mom or whatever, but some day out of the blue, an angel appeared to her and told her that she would be the mother of Jesus, the Son of God. that was a quite of an interruption, right. I don't know if you would like a kind of interruption uh, like that. Then when you look at the life of Jesus, that most of his miracles were interruptions to what he was doing, not something he planned. Okay, we are planning things. We are saying, okay, tonight we will have a healing meeting or something, or a, a miracle meeting. So we plan stuff. But most of Jesus' miracles were interruptions to what he was doing and not something he planned. For instance, in Matthew 8, it says that Jesus walked down a mountain and then a leopard came up to him, asking him to be healed. And he healed that man. And then when he entered Capernaum, he was on his way. A Roman centurion stopped him and asked him to heal his servant. Jesus did so. And then it says in verse 14 of Matthew 8, he went to Peter's house, he entered Peter's house, and there he discovered that Peter's mother-in-law had a bad fever. And he healed her. He didn't know she had a bad fever, he was just going to Peter's house. Then in the next chapter, Matthew 9, he was going to someone's house, and it says two blind men followed him. And they were healed, there was an interruption to his plan because he was on his way to someone else. What would you do if you were on your way to visit someone and there were some people interrupting you saying, "Please, please, please, heal me or do something or whatever." but he healed them he he was Jesus was okay with having those divine interruptions. In Mark chapter 5, it is uh, it talks about Jairus. Jairus came to him, asked him to lay hands on his daughter. She said, okay, I will come. While he was following Jairus, there that woman with the issue of blood came, touched his clothes and got healed. Well, that was quite an interruption too, right? He was on his way to Yair's house. And I think Yair was not very happy at the beginning because that woman interrupted his plan. Like, Jesus needs to go and come to my house now, as fast as possible. But Jesus was okay with that interruption. It didn't bother him and it didn't uh, interrupt God's plan to heal uh, Yair's daughter. When you go to Luke 7, one of the Pharisees asked the Lord to eat with him. Well, you have an invitation for a dinner. So Jesus went to his house and he sat down to eat. And then a woman, a prostitute, she knew that he was there. She came in, she had a jar of oil and she washed his feet with her her tears, anointing him with the oil. That's like an interruption, you know. That's not very nice when you are invited to someone else and to someone to have dinner with him a Pharisee, or not just someone, but it was a Pharisee, but Jesus was okay, and then it says he had a conversation with her, he forgave her sins, and she was restored, he didn't mind that his meal was interrupted, (laughs) maybe you think, yeah, but that was just for Jesus, but when you go to Acts chapter 3, there you find Peter and John, they are on their way to the temple at the hour of prayer, so they were going to pray, on their way to the temple, a layman asked for money, That was an interruption to an important meeting, right? You were there to a prayer meeting. Do not interrupt me. I'm going to a prayer meeting that is very spiritual. Don't uh, interrupt me and ask for money. But what did they do? They said that Peter and John stared at him, looked him in the eyes, and then they saw that he had faith. So Peter said, okay, silver and gold I have none, but what I have I do give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. That was a big interruption, but for good. And the Lord was in that interruption and there was healing in that interruption. Acts chapter 8, we find Philip. He could be lying down because an angel came in and the angel said to him, Arise and go and take the desert way to Gaza. So probably he was just resting or lying down or whatever, but the angel said, okay, arise, get up from your sleep, do something, you have to take the desert way to Gaza. And there he found an Ethiopian official, and that man got born again. Acts chapter 9, it goes on and on. And there we find Dorcas or Tabitha. She became sick and she died. She was a woman. She had of good works, it says in the Bible. She made coats and beautiful garments. But she got sick and she died. But the disciples knew that Peter was in the area. So they sent two men to him and they urged him to come at once. And then it says, when you look it up in Acts 9, it says, So Peter cut up or he arose. So maybe Peter was having a nap (laughs) too. He was just lying down, but he arose. It was an interruption in his plans, and it was a good interruption. He went with them, and he arose Tabitha, or Dorcas, from the dead. In X 20, Paul and the disciples came together to uh, break bread. Paul was ready to depart the next day, but first he wanted to speak to them, and he, uh, they were sitting there on the third floor, it says, and then there was a young man, Eutychius. He sat in the window seat. He fell asleep, so... Probably, or it was late, or it was not very interesting to him, but he was a young man. You know how it is with young people nowadays. You cannot uh, focus that long or concentrate. At least nowadays, people can't concentrate that long anymore. But anyways, he sat in the window seat. He fell three floors down, and he died. What did Paul do? There was an interruption in his speaking, in in his teaching. He went down, he raised him from the dead, and then he just continued his message And he thought, until dawn, can you imagine? He he was not upset, like, oh, no, what happened? It was an interruption, but it was an interruption for good. God had something planned to do. And today we get so wrapped up in what we are doing and our plans, our schedule, that we forget to look for those divine interruptions in our day, in our schedule. And maybe we may not heal a layman or... But maybe we meet someone who needs a kind word, or who needs help, or who needs prayer. Remember in Acts 10.38, it says that Jesus went about doing good and healing all those who were oppressed by the devil. But first of all, in his going around, he went about doing good. Can you do good? Are there opportunities for you and interruptions for you today and the next week to do good? And do? uh, please look for those divine interruptions in your schedule, in your day. Proverbs 69 says, A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. It's okay to plan your way. But be aware of those interruptions. When it happens, take a pause and look inside and see if Jesus is at work, if there's something for you to do, to speak or whatever, because it could be a godly, a divine interruption. And be ready for those interruptions in your life. See you next time. Bye-bye.